0: Your dreams can be your reality. You all, time isn't real. Okay, that is fucking crazy. Spirituality, manifestation, travel, money, entrepreneurship. Welcome to In My Non Expert Opinion. I'm your host, Chelsea Wright. Hello and welcome back to a mini episode of In My Non-Expert Opinion. I'm doing something a little bit different today. I am recording outside. So if you hear birds or whistling of trees or anything like that, please know it's because I'm in my backyard recording. So today's mini episode is focused on setting boundaries and how setting boundaries is not bitchy. Now, maybe you are someone that is a strong, boundaried person, and you're like, I don't even understand how someone could think it could be bitchy to set a boundary. Or maybe you're like me, and I thought setting boundaries a few years ago was something that people who were like colder did, people who were a little more um, icy, and people that were more exclusive, and I really made up a lot of stories around what boundaries meant. Eventually I realized for me that the word boundary was a pretty harsh word. And I'm just so sensitive and empathic and very emotional that words mean a lot to me. My love language is words of affirmation. Um, one of my boundaries I'll get to in a second has to do with words. But it was, I realized the word boundaries itself like never felt good in my body. So I just reframed it to be energetic agreements. And I wanna talk about that today. What energetic agreements slash boundaries do you already have in place and what do you not have in place and why? And we'll explore different boundaries and different examples of how you can set boundaries. So let's get into it. There are different types of boundaries or energetic agreements, like I like to call them. There's energetic, time, money, emotional, sexual, intellectual, health, right? There's so many different facets of our lives where we set boundaries. What's interesting is a lot of us have boundaries already set whether we realize it or not. So when you say no to someone, even when you don't think about it and you're just like, nah, no thanks, you just set a boundary. When you disagree with someone, these are all energetic agreements that you're making with yourself or other people. So give yourself some credit that you already have boundaries in place. I know a lot of people that feel like they're not well-boundaried, so to speak. And they're always like, wow, I just respect people that have all these boundaries in place. And it's interesting because I look at that person and I'm like, really? I feel like you're a pretty boundaryed person. It's funny how we all perceive ourselves to not be well-boundaried or strong in our convictions when other people see us that way. So I want you to just evaluate that anytime you do say no or say uh, no thanks or pass on anything, you are setting a boundary with yourself you are setting a boundary with that person, or you are making an energetic agreement. The reason I like the word energetic agreement is because when you break out that word, that's kind of what it is. So if I'm saying no to a social event going on this weekend, that's because I do not want to put my energy into that social event. I'm not going to agree to show up, to socialize, to engage, to do anything. So me saying no is not no to the person because I don't like them or because I don't think it's going to be fun. It's because at that point in time, my energy is not going to be best served showing up to a social event I don't want to be at. So I need to say no and not agree to the energetic agreement slash exchange. So that's why I like calling it that. So now let's think about boundaries that you want to enforce, but haven't that may be because of people pleasing. And I'm speaking from experience, I used to do this all the time, and I'm going to give you specific examples. These are a few things that I was scared of enforcing, because I thought I would either lose clients, I thought I would upset people, I thought I would hurt people's feelings. So a few of these things included putting due dates on contracts, as well as late payment fees. I used to be very willy nilly with my contracts, I didn't even have contracts to start. And then people would just let me know like when they could pay. And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I had no any I had nothing in place to protect myself. I didn't have late payment fees. I didn't have due dates. And I thought if I put a due date on this or late payment fee, that's going to turn someone off or I'm not being inclusive to people that are maybe struggling with managing their money. Maybe they need more time. And that was a boundary I never set. Also, no refunds. I was really scared of putting that clause into contracts in my programs. Again, I thought that would turn people off. I thought I would lose a ton of followers and clients if they went to sign up with my programs and realized that a refund could not be offered unless decided so by me. That one was very scary for me to enforce. Another one was not replying after a certain time frame, especially when I was traveling. I remember being like, well, I'm in a different time zone and my clients can't keep up with the time zones I'm in, so I just need to be available at all hours and reply at all hours and so I had no real boundaries of when I would reply to people. From a social perspective, I used to be really scared of saying no to social events. I think I've told this story before about how a work happy hour was going on, and I really tied my identity up in being like the fun party girl at work. So I had a very, very real mental struggle saying no to a very big happy hour that was happening at my work, and I was freaking out about it all day, and eventually I said no, and no one cared. Everyone's like, great, see you tomorrow at work. But I was terrified to do that. I was really terrified to say no to social events, actually, to the point where it really hurt my health. I ended up, this is so embarrassing, when I was like 24, 25, ended up getting shingles, which is a disease of the skin that's caused by stress. And usually only people like 60 plus get it. And my doctor was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm running around, I'm traveling all the time, I'm always on work trips, I'm always socializing. As soon as I get back from work trips, I go out with friends, I go out every night of the week, I go to as many social events as possible. And he was just like, no, you need to slow down, you need a break, this is really going to hurt your health in the long run. And that's when I learned I need to set boundaries around social events. So that was a really big one. And another one was only having a few drinks when I went out versus getting wasted. I used to have this mindset of if I'm going to drink, I'm going to drink. You know, I'm going all out. There's no point in having one drink and quote unquote wasting calories or wasting money. And there's no point in just getting a little buzz if I'm already out. I might as well go all the way. And I used to do that. I used to go all the way no matter what, whether it was a happy hour with coworkers or Sunday fun day. I would always take it to the next level and just get absolutely hammered. And that was a very clear indicator that my boundaries were not strong. I had no boundaries around drinking. So, now after many different run ins with doctors and spiritual guides and mentors and coaches, and understanding how important boundaries are, I wanted to walk through five specific examples of different boundaries that you could implement or try out and some things to think about. So, the first one is money boundaries. Maybe you could only use your credit card in serious emergencies when cash isn't available, and that could be your boundary with money. I know a lot of us get into credit card debt. And then we beat ourselves up for the credit card debt. And then we're like, how am I getting out of this credit card debt? And maybe you just need to make a boundary with yourself of this credit card is only going to be used in very serious emergencies when cash isn't available. That's it. Period. A second boundary could be around time. So maybe you set a boundary with yourself that you're only going to spend 30 minutes on Instagram. I do not believe in cold turkey stuff. I never think that works. I don't understand when people are just like, I'm totally like not going to look at Instagram at all throughout the day. And I'm like, I really only think that's possible if you delete the app. And now we see people doing that, which I love. That's a big boundary that people have now that I'm deleting the app on the weekend. And I'm not looking at my phone all weekend. I love that boundary. I think everybody should try that out. I don't believe in just being like, I'm never going to go back on again. And let's see what happens. Because it's kind of a drug, right? We're addicted. So instead of saying, I'm not going to check my phone at all today, maybe just give yourself 30 minutes. Like I'm going to go wild. I'm going to block off a timer and go wild for 30 minutes. I'm going to stalk wherever I want to stock. I'm going to scroll. I'm going to waste time. At least you've allocated that time. And again, you're setting a boundary versus mindlessly scrolling all day long. And then you have no idea how much time you actually spent on the actual app. The third one is around health. And this one's pretty obvious. I feel like all of us have health boundaries where you just don't give in to anything that doesn't align with your health. So for example, maybe you don't eat a certain type of food. Maybe you don't eat at a certain point of the day. Maybe when you go out, you don't smoke cigarettes. Whatever the case is, most of us have health boundaries. So just continue to enforce those or see where you can optimize some of these boundaries. Another one is Intellectually. This one's a big one that I feel like happened a lot in the last year is not discussing politics. I had to set boundaries with friends of not discussing politics with them. That was a very hard boundary to set. And it was absolutely necessary for me to maintain some level of sanity. So that would be an example of an intellectual boundary. And a final one is emotional boundaries. So this you can practice in relationships with friends or romantic partners. But for me, a big one is no name calling and conflicts. I don't care how heated someone is, I will completely shut down and turn off and like end the relationship if someone calls me a name. And that is a big boundary for me. I know a lot of people are okay with that. And they're like, oh, it's not a big deal. People say things in the heat of the moment. For me, words carry so much weight that for me, it's just a deal breaker. And that's my boundary. And that's why it's important to understand your boundaries so you can communicate with them with people. So if you've never really practiced setting boundaries or you're like, wait, I feel like I do have boundaries, but I want to be more clear with them or more intentional. This is something we're covering in day two of Unfollow the Rules. This is going down next week from the 19th to the 21st, every day at 7 p.m. And all the calls are going to be recorded if you can't make it. Day two is all about setting boundaries. And my favorite thing about what I'm setting up is practicing. So not only are you going to go through these different boundaries of money, time, health, intellect, emotional, etc., cetera, but then I want you to practice speaking it out loud or writing it in a text or an email. For me, that was the hardest part. I would go to therapy and my therapist would be like, yeah, you just need to set a boundary with that person. And I would tense up. I would start sweating. My palms were like clenched. I was like, oh my God, no. What do you mean? I can't do that. And I realized it's because I never had the opportunity to practice. So when I would set a boundary with someone, for example, like saying no to the big work happy hour, that's why I was freaking out all day because I had never done it before. So I want us to get in the habit of just practicing so that when a real life scenario comes around, you're actually ready for it. And you can be like, oh, yeah, I've already written this out in a text before. I already know what it feels like to speak it out loud and what it's going to feel like in my body. I don't need to be so nervous about setting this boundary, which again is actually to just protect your own energy. Boundaries are not bitchy. They're not rude. They're not isolating. It is to protect your energy. So all the things I just said were to protect my energy, my peace, my mental sanity, and I doubt anybody would want to work with me or talk to me if they saw me on the opposite end of that spectrum of being insane and tired and broke and gossipy and mad and unhealthy, right? Like that's not really a person you want to hang out with. So that's why you enforce boundaries to protect your own energy and mental health. So if this sounds like something you want to do, join us for Unfollow the Rules. It's going down next week and you can find the link in my show notes. And just as a reminder, anybody who leaves a review on the podcast for the month of October is going to be entered into a giveaway to win a one-on-one 45-minute coaching call with me. So just send a screenshot of your review to info at ChelseaRife.com or DM it to me at Chelsea and I will put you in the giveaway, which I will pull at the end of October. All right. That's it. I'm so excited to set boundaries with you guys. Boundaries are sexy. Boundaries are fun. Boundaries protect your mental health. And that's what we're doing inside on Follow the Rules, which I hope to see you in next week.